Section 4 of O. Henry Encore by O. Henry. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. How Willie Saved Father Willie Flint was a little Houston boy, six years of age. He was a beautiful child with long golden curls and wondering innocent blue eyes. His father was a respectable, sober citizen who owned four or five large business buildings on Main Street. All day long, Mr. Flint toiled among his renters, collecting what was due him, patching up broken window panes, nailing down loose boards, and repairing places where the plastering had fallen off. At noon, he would sit down upon the stairs of one of his buildings and eat the frugal dinner he had brought, wrapped up in a piece of newspaper, and think about the hard times. Gay and elegantly attired clerks and businessmen would pass up and down the stairs, but Mr. Flint did not envy them. He lived in a little cottage near the large trash pile known as Tomato Can Heights on one of the principal residence streets of Houston. He was perfectly contented to live there with his wife and little boy Willie and eat his frugal but wholesome fare and draw his $1,400 per month rent for his buildings. He was industrious and temperate, and hardly a day passed that he did not raise the rent of some of his offices and lay by a few more dollars for a rainy day. One night Mr. Flint came home ill. He had been pasting up some cheap green wallpaper on an empty stomach, or rather on the wall of one of his stores without eating, and it had not agreed with him. He went to bed flushed with fever, muttering, God help my poor wife and child. What will become of them now? Mr. Flint sent Willie to the other side of the room and drew a roll of greenbacks from under his pillow. Take this, he said to his wife, to the bank and deposit it. There is only nine hundred there. Some of my renters have not paid me yet and five of them want awnings put up at the windows. He who sent the ravens to feed Elijah will provide for us. Come by the baker's and get a nickel loaf of bread, and then hurry back and pray. While he was pretending to play with his Noah's Ark by charging the animals for rent and water and adding the amounts on his slate, but he heard what his father had said. As his mother went out, he asked, Mama? Is Papa too sick to work? Yes, dear, said Mrs. Flint. He has a high fever, and I fear he will be very ill. After his mother had gone, Willie put on his hat and slipped out the front door. I want to do something to help my good kind Papa who is sick, he said to himself. He wandered up to Main Street and looked at the tall buildings that his poor father owned. Passers-by smiled when they saw the little flaxen-haired boy, and many a rough face softened at the sight of his innocent blue eyes. Poor little Willie, what could he do in the great busy city to help his sick father? I know what I will do, he said to himself presently. I will go up and raise the rent of several offices, and that will make my papa feel better. Willie toiled up three flights of stairs of one of his father's largest buildings. He had to sit down quite often and rest, for he was short on wind. 
Way up to the third story was an office rented by two young men who had just begun to practice law. They had their sign out and had given their note to Mr. Flint for the first month's rent. As Willie climbed the stairs, the young lawyers were eating some cheese and crackers with their feet on their desks, and six empty quart beer bottles stood upon a table. They were breathing hard, and one of them, who had a magnolia in his buttonhole, was telling a funny story about a girl. Presently, one of them took his feet off his desk, opened his eyes, and said, Jeminy, Bob, get on to his font laureates. The gentleman, addressed as Bob, also took his feet down, wiped his knife, with which he had been slicing cheese, on his hair and looked around. A little blue-eyed boy with long golden curls stood in the doorway. Come in, sissy, said one of the young men. Willie walked boldly into the room. I'm not a girl, he said. My name is Willie Flett, and I've come to raise the rent. Now that's kind of you, Willie, said the young man called Bob, to come and do that, for we couldn't do it if we were to be electrocuted. Is that your own hair, Willie, or do you ride a bicycle? Don't worry, the little boy, said the other gentleman who Bob addressed as Sam. I'm sure this is a nice little boy. I say, Willie, did you ever hear a gumdrop? Don't tease him, said Bob severely. He reminds me of someone, excuse my tears, those curls, those bloomers. Say, Willie, speak quick, my child. Two hundred and ten years ago, were you standing? Oh, let him alone, said Sam, frowning at the other young gentleman. Willie, as a personal favor, would you mind weeping a while on the floor? I am overcome by ennui and would be moved to joy. My papa is very ill, said Willie, bravely forcing back his tears, and something must be done for him. Please, kind gentleman, let me raise the rent of this office so I can go back and tell him and make him better. It's Flint's old kid, said Bob. Don't he make your face wide? Say, Willie, how much do you want to raise the rent? What do you pay now? asked Willie. Ten dollars a month. Could you make it twelve? Call it fifty, said Sam, lighting a black cigar. At ninety days, and open the beer, Willie, and it's a deal. Don't talk nonsense, said Bob. I say, Willie, you may raise the rent to twenty dollars, if you like, and run and tell your father, if it will do him any good. Oh, thank you, cried Willie, and he ran home with a light heart, singing merrily. When he got home, he found Mr. Flint sinking fast and muttering something about giving his wife a ten-dollar bill. He's out of his head, said Mrs. Flint, bursting into tears. Willie ran to the bed and whispered to his father's ear, Papa, I've raised the rent of one of your offices from ten to twenty dollars. You, my child, said his father, laying his hand on Willie's head. God bless my brave little boy. Mr. Flint sank into a peaceful slumber, and his fever left him. The next day he was able to sit up, and feeling much stronger, when Willie told him whose rent it was he had raised. Mr. Flint then fell dead. Alas, Monsieur's life is full of disappointments. Houston Daily Post, Sunday morning, May 
1896. End of section 4